Hi, you're listening to Boggy Talk, Faith Conversations in the Mud, a resource of Church on Bayshore. Hey, welcome to Boggy Talk. Thanks for joining us as we kick off the month of September. Wow. I'll see you in September. Actually, or, or listen to you in September, as I can say it. But hey, uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, before we dive into what we're talking about today, checking in with James Ross. How you doing, buddy? I feel like September is like one of the only months where like in Florida, you're kind of like jealous of other people because like, like in December, you're jealous on Christmas Day that it's snowy yeah. in other places, but not the rest because you don't want to deal with all that. Yeah. But here it's, it's like still so like, hot. And it's like, and it's still humid, it's yeah. nasty, yeah. and it's gross, and you're still sweating Granted, outside. We can still be in a pool. Yeah. And the tourists are gone. So that you is go to the true. beach. And Except for this past weekend. Yeah, they were this past crazy, weekend, but, but yeah. I was gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> September. I, I love September. I, I really love October because it's October's like a little paradise here weather wise. But yeah, so we're looking forward to that. But uh, but other yeah, I feel it in my bones. That's but, right. <laughs> in my forty feel something deep. Forty year old bones. That's right. You start to feel things in your bones yeah, in your forties. But but I'm good, man. I'm good. <laughs> uh we're we're uh, you know, we got Kids sports, kids school, yeah. all that's full swing in and um, football season kicked off. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, and hey, yeah. you know, some cool things for the church. We wrapped up uh, this past week, with Alec Todd, and we wrapped up uh, through all generations, our series. And it's just the beginning of all the great uh, things that are coming that's in generationally. Right. That's but right. this coming Appreciate Sunday, that that's there. right. That's right. I <laughs> caught it from last week. Um, and uh, but really uh, kicking off this, uh, jumping back into the book of Mark, uh, and finishing out the book of Mark through the rest of the year, a new series. It is finished, comma, but it's not over. I think it's it's it isn't over, but it is finished. I no, I I don't know. I have to look at. <laughs> okay. I think it's finished. It's well, this over. discussion All right, so we will have that settled. <laughs> we'll have that settled over. before Sunday. You doing okay? I'm doing fine, man. Uh, tomorrow is my birthday. Woo! So, man, 44? Yeah, isn't that crazy? I, I know. I That's feel a cool so, number. I feel so advanced in age. It's definitely 44. The, I'm definitely in the mid now. That's right. So, you know, every year. Fear, fear. Yeah, you know, you hit 40 and you talk about Any like other languages. Uh, I don't, I can't remember it in Korean. She, she. <laughs> that's that's uh, Japanese. There you go. Good job. So I did Japanese, German, and Spanish. Spanish and English. Wow, you're so know, smart. Right? I'm so That's glad it. you're That's our, all I got. a multilingual pastor here. <laughs> yeah, except for not um, Hebrew and Greek. Uh, <laughs> I didn't man. ever learn how to count. They didn't yeah, teach you how to count. Yeah, you don't teach those numbers. Yeah, 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 yeah you don't okay. learn that. And uh, yeah, anyway, so oh, hey, yeah. let's dive in <laughs> to what we're talking about this week. So we got a hot topic, we got a question, and we got a game. So our our hot topic is something that is actually pretty it's pretty sad yeah. uh, to be talking about. But um, this has been uh, kind of news broke of this this past week or last. Last week, uh, we're talking about uh, the Village Church and Pastor Matt Chandler, mm. uh, who uh, made an announcement to his church that he was stepping down for a season or stepping aside for a season of restoration and telling his church about an inappropriate relationship that he had with a female church member online uh, through direct messaging. In his statement, he said it was not romantic or sexual in nature, but that it did uh, give way to, uh, of course, joking and, you know, of course, language and inappropriate joking, I think. Yeah. So uh, we just wanted to talk about that because um, Matt Chandler is a- Because it's the juicy gossip. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. Let's give our opinion Yeah, yeah. And, and amidst the uh, four million other opinions out there. But we do want to talk about it because it is a relevant issue because he is a very influential pastor. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he is a Southern Baptist pastor. Their church is a Southern Baptist church. Yeah. 
Um, um, many of our church members listen to Matt. Chandler oh, and I have listened basis. to him. He's, they tell uh, me I'm not as good at preachers. They don't say that, but <laughs> yeah. they say that. Uh, people are like, you're like animated, like Matt Chandler. I'm like, ah, uh, you know, thanks. You kind of are, yeah. You know, I'm you're animated. tall and lanky. Tall, that's it. That's, that's yeah, right. Yeah. That know? really is it. So, I feel like that's like stereotyping. They're yeah. like, you guys all look the same, you tall, lanky. <laughs> yeah, that's people. right. Yeah, yeah, and you all act the same. Well, yeah. you know, there you go. But I don't yell as much as he <laughs> that's does. That's true. You don't. You so let's talk about this. So there was. Yeah, you know, there's, there's of course, a spectrum of uh, responses, and here's what we we don't know the full story yeah. uh, on either side, and uh, so we didn't even acknowledge that, but we do want to talk about how do we respond in a situation like that. Yeah, so, I, I think that's important. We're not actually trying to give a lot of commentary on what happened because we don't we know. Don't know Matt Chandler. Mm-hmm. I actually do know some people who know him very well, but um, I don't know. You him. always know people who know I, people. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's true. true. I mean, you're yeah. the people. You know, it's. Um, and I know, you know, I, I'm not a member of the church. I, I don't know the woman, like we don't really know much about mm-hmm. it. So, you know, the fact that a lot of people are commenting and speculating on this situation right. mm-hmm. really is not cool. Right. Um, and unfortunately that's the day and age we live in. Yeah. I think that's, mm-hmm. you know, I think that's something we can observe from this and learn from this is like, it's so crazy how people just are ready, like. They're looking for something to affirm their position they already hold. Right. Like those who are defending him because they um, like the guys who preach with his style and have his theology. Mm-hmm. Like you see that. And then you also see the people who want to take every prominent pastor down. And, like, yeah, exactly. Are like, yes, this is like, that's, that's. That's strange, right? Mm-hmm. It is, and I think maybe strange is a soft word to use there. I yeah, <laughs> yeah. What word would you use? It's sinful. Just, yeah, it's just <laughs> there is, and I think you know there are people who want to uh, on both sides sensationalize this because they have a platform and this right. is what feeds their platform, and and we do live in a day where you know everyone has a microphone, and I say that ironically because we're we're on microphones, microphones. Uh, but you know, in our job, what we want to do is help people like our people really understand how how should we respond and how yeah. do we as a church how do we as people um even protect situations like this for, work to prevent yeah. situations yeah. like this from happening um and really what is the response and you know because i think you can read into you can find you know any position on this but i do think um we do have to start with like he he this was public he yeah. admitted it publicly. Now you could ask questions, and I think they're fair questions of well, he was confronted by this in February, right. and why did it take this long? Again, we don't know. We don't know how the church handled mm-hmm. this. We don't, and so mm-hmm. we don't need to jump into that co- part of the conversation. But the question is: is how do how do we as pastors, and not just pastors, but how do we as Christians prevent situations like this from happening? Well, yeah, yeah. I think I think that there are definitely things that because we don't know all the information don't really add up about this. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, is there okay, more to if it? If he probably. didn't do anything wrong, then why is there disciplinary leave? You right. know what I mean? Like if it was just like kind of silly, like yeah. what he did, like he shouldn't, but it's not like wrong. And I think this, this is the first thing I would say is that like, we have to overshare almost now when mm-hmm. we're in positions of, authority. Right. Like when something like this happens, like we have to be crystal clear. Now they could be trying to protect the individual, but again, I just feel like 
there's just such a lack of clarity that it creates more confusion and room mm-hmm. for speculation. And so I do think we have to be as as just transparent as we can be. I know we've we've had even here, you know, nothing morally or anything of like that, but just like a person or two who would have an issue in the church and, you know, they're talking to other people and I'm like, Hey, let's just bring it before the whole deacon body. You know, let's just, let's just, let's, so it's all out there, you yeah, know, be like clear, bring clarity to the like, situation. Give people the opportunity to ask me any questions they want. I'll answer those questions. Like, you know, I, so, so to me, um, I, I feel like, and again, I don't know the situation in time. Maybe I'll understand, but it feels like there's just not enough clarity and transparency from their leadership. Mm-hmm. It's too vague. Right. So almost like if they were going to say, they almost shouldn't have, brought it forward yet until they had a more clear plan you know what yeah I mean? it's it's yeah and we don't know we don't know and yeah. i think you know one side would say you know looking at what you're saying the lack of clarity uh that this by by their statement by the statement released and what he said it seems like it's just an online a breaking online of the quote-unquote billy graham rule right and so they're for there to be disciplinary action by the church, like there probably is more yeah. uh, to the story. Now that of course is speculation. Yeah. So I think what we have to say is, okay, so what, what is wisdom here in terms right. of relationships? And then, you know, like, because if it is a, an, simply that, then this seems like, wow, this is a really extreme reaction to simply a friendly conversation. But so that's why I say, well, there's probably more of the story because yeah. it's not simply a friendly conversation. Uh, I think we do have to say, like, how do we, where's the line here? You right, know, right, brothers, right. And, we're called to be family, brothers yeah, and sisters. So what right. do we do? Yeah. So before we move on to that, I'll just say, so if it legitimately was just, he shouldn't have been messaging on a regular basis, a person, they should have just said, Hey, he's on disciplinary action because this is the rule. Yeah, like, exactly. Like it should have just been super clear, but yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, so so purity culture, right? Like, yeah, that's... people have all these problems with purity culture, the Billy Graham rule, those kind of things. I understand the spirit of like purity culture was a little oppressive. Purity culture was a little cringy. It really, made things you know? weird that shouldn't have been weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It made an I- yeah exactly. made an idol out of like you know making a true love waits commitment. You know what I mean? But but but. Again, it's another one of those things where just because we don't like some aspects of it, we Doesn't can't mean get rid of all of it, yeah, right? Exactly. Like purity culture, part of that is in the scripture. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you know, so so yeah, and I and I think also when you're in a position of leadership and influence, there is a heightened uh sense of perception, right? That matters. We talked right. about on mm-hmm. that before. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to be perceived as anything. Right. I, it's so funny. I, I don't think they would mind me sharing the story, but I won't say their names. But the day this broke, my wife and I were meeting for lunch with um, a couple in our church. And uh, I rolled in late. So I assumed, you know, like, hey, I, you know, everybody's here. And so I was looking around and the server like waved me over and knew I was looking. And so there's the wife, you know, of the couple sitting at the table. Right. He's like, here you go. And I was like, so I'm going to go to the restroom until everybody gets here. Just because, <laughs> yeah. again, nothing wrong. It's not that I am worried about something mm-hmm. happening right. at the dinner, at the lunch table at mm-hmm. Peppers. Like, you right. know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, exactly. If you want to sponsor us, Peppers, there's <laughs> Pepper, a plug. Hey, there's a but, shout out. You know, um, <laughs> we both ate lunch here the same oh, day yeah, for different right. reasons. Right. And you were there spying. That's right. <laughs> you were there spying. See, you would have reported it. <laughs> had a bit. Right. No, yeah. but I was like, that would have been weird if somebody yeah. just walked by, saw me sitting there having lunch mm-hmm. with this female. And the... Again, they may have not said anything, may have thought anything. Why? Why right. even create mm-hmm. that situation? So I think there's the perception right. part of it, right? Mm-hmm. I, and I know you 
yeah. care about that. Absolutely. Too, right? You have to be, you have to like, how does this like, so there are times when, uh, like if I've, I, so most of my communication with people, I with church related, I try to do over email cause it's, you know, there, but then there are times when it's like, you've got to text somebody. And so if I'm like coordinating, I'll use this as an example, like, uh, 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 somebody on worship team. I'm like, Hey, I, I forgot to tell you, sing this. Like I'll text that to somebody and that's the end of a conversation. But if I'm like, I, I use this example, Christy and I were talking about this. There was a song I heard recently. It reminded me of like just the message of it, just something that uh, was the heart of one of the people on worship team. Who's also a friend of mine and uh, Christy. And I it's like, Hey, I want to send this to this person. And I, so what did I do? I, I also I texted her, but I also texted Christy in that because I'm like, hey, like, because that is a line of like, hey, this is my sister in Christ, but I, we have to be aware of the positions we're in that it's like, if I send a message that, hey, this song made me think of you, like, you know, and this person is a mature person, but yeah. we just have to leave as best as we can with like no room for any ambiguity. Like I thought of you because I know this is your heart, but it's just better and wise to either include my wife or that person's husband, yeah. you know, like in that text. Which people would say you are whatever you are, whatever the word, I don't know what they're saying. Yeah, you're are. being overly sense. I'm like, well, Patriarchal, I'm just, yeah. And I'm like, this, no, yeah. I'm really just want to be responsible Yeah, uh, because this is my sister. And you know, like, it's just, we, yeah. it's part of being above reproach in those So things. yeah, I mean, why even like, why, why not, why even go there? Like why even, you know, the human condition you've seen, like, don't be an idiot. You have seen how, look at the news. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. Look it's at, just wise. It's we, just we are wise. in people's lives. We see so many affairs. We see so many yes. emotional affairs. Like mm -hmm. why play with it? Like, right. yeah. Like just, just, just go above and beyond. And I think what you're hitting on is like, and then the flip side of that is like, you know, a lot of people would say, well, if you're doing that, you're like basically scorning all women as a temptress. No, like, no, no, no. Like I believe like, very few would, would, but, and you're all, or, or like every man is just some, just like looking at women. Like, no, no that is no. not the case. But why even like leave room for assumptions because of the culture we live in? Yeah. And I, and that's, it is a, very difficult tension yeah. to manage, you know? And so it's just best to just be above reproach. And so like, you know, it's just, it's well, just wise. you know, in the, and, and, and so like, it's not even just this issue. Like, I mean, obviously this is probably the most pressing issue in light of the topic, but like, if I'm having a conversation with someone about some kind of conflict in the church and then they begin to kind of twist my words, I'm not saying their motivations are even bad or anything. So back in the old Testament, like, and, and really back in, the day you had to have two witnesses that made you guilty of something, right? Like, right. so if somebody just said, Hey, Justin is, you know, a heretic because of this, and he's had these conversations, like somebody else needed to corroborate, corroborate, yes, you know, with that. Well, now today, especially as a white male in a position of leadership, you are like guilty till proven innocent a lot mm -hmm. of times. And so I'm just like, even I, I'm always like, I, I just gave another friend who's a pastor who he's having a conflict with a pastor on the staff and the pastor on the staff wanted to meet with him. And like, I was like, bro, I wouldn't meet with him alone. Like mm -hmm. you just need somebody else yeah, there to yeah. be, because you get into, you said this, I said this. Yeah. And, and really if somebody sinned against you and you've talked to them and you know, they have, I mean, Matthew says this and they, ha they don't respond. Like you don't want to do that alone anymore. And so again, I'm not saying someone sent against you in the right. Instagram messaging thing. I don't really mm -hmm. Instagram message just so you know. So, but I mean, I'm not approved That's about this. Like I have sent people right. 
I like, there's a difference. Like we have a bunch of mutual, if your wife, which I don't think she would, but if she texted me and said, Hey, I'm picking up the boys or whatever. Dude, okay. right. But if we were texting constantly about how the boys are doing in school, like, <laughs> right. That's like, the, no. and again, I'm not saying any, either one of us even have any, <laughs> yes. but like, why, like, why not just include you in that? Yes. And you're like, right. You probably don't even read it, but still like, right. Why, 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 why do we have to do that? Like, why yeah. do we have to message privately? Yeah. It's just put it out there. And yeah. it's just a lot easier. I think. Yeah, we are we are called to these standards, and it's the world we live in, and it's a it's attention to manage, and we want to be above reproach. And so I'd say for any level of leadership, even in the church, you know, if we've got life group leaders, like this is how we should handle yeah, these situations. Yeah. Like that's why, yeah. you know, if if uh, we have a, a a guy who's the primary leader teacher yeah. of a life group, we're in, his wife is included in our leadership yeah. in the life group leadership because we know we we also know who's doing most of the like relational work yeah, in that group, right. right? And we need to acknowledge that. And yeah. I mean, that's not every group, but let's be honest but we need to acknowledge that but also like let's loop everybody into this yeah. because i mean that's really a, i think a healthier picture of the body of christ when we're we're just like we can eliminate as much room for uh assumptions and error yes. and indiscretion and sin like let's be proactive and i don't have an issue with that i, I will say two closing thoughts on this topic one is if you want to try to be Mr. or Mrs. Progressive and you can do all these things, you go on with your bad self. But let me tell you this. I have already experienced, and other people would give you validity to this, people constantly go too far yeah. by doing this. So be be progressive if you want, but don't be surprised if you end up mm -hmm. um, you know, down uh, a road that you don't want to be down and I forgot the other. Yeah, one. well, then so I'm sure that was a if good you remember closing it later thought, on, hey, there you it? go. So if you got uh, you just further clarification, clarification, just let us know. You know, yeah. we're happy to talk a little bit more. It's hard to condense all that down into a 10 minute soundbite conversation. It is, but um, it was 15. Yeah, right, we're over. all right. So we'll make this next one short. So questions, what question you got? Oh, goodness. Somebody asked you this. <laughs> we got to keep this one to less than five minutes. <laughs> what do we think about student loan forgiveness? Oh, man. Yes, man. So, because um, there's not a lot of opinions on this right. out there either. Oh, yeah, right? this, this is not a dangerous question for someone to be like, oh, I can't believe they said that. So, yeah, so. <laughs> um, what do I think? I think, I mean, my gut reaction is that if I had student loans, I'd be like, sweet. <laughs> yeah. But, um, I mean, joking aside, I think, um, I don't know. I'm not. And so, yeah. I, Let's quickly comment on the actual issue and then yeah, talk so about some loan things. Forgiveness up to ten thousand dollars for federal student loans. You know, um, what's interesting to me is like the, the the there's so much politics involved in this, and we have to what? no no, like no, it's split. no. But I'm like, part of me is like, they keep saying like these predatory loan practices. I'm like, but it's only for federal loans. <laughs> so if you're like spinning that as yeah. someone in politics, you're admitting that the federal government is being predatory. So yeah. that aside, let's let's we can move on. Yeah, yeah. But I think you know, <laughs> so there's a principle like. A lot of people are like, how can Christians be, how can a Christian object to this? Because our debt's been paid by someone else. Um, like that is, I think, not doing true justice to the yeah, way of the gospel. Yeah. Uh, and that's kind of being heavy handed. Uh, on, the, on, on the flip side of that, like the principle, like not the not the nuances and the e economics of who's paying all that stuff, but the principle of someone's debt being paid by someone else, that principle alone should not make a Christian bristle. Now, yeah, I'm not right. talking about the nuances yeah. of this case, but as a Christian, we can just say, hey, a debt was paid that you didn't know. Wow. Okay. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, 
the the primary issue I think about when I th- is the whole system is broken, right? Yeah. Like the whole like fact that you have tons of people who have hundreds of thousand dollars as loan who are making forty to fifty thousand dollars a year for the rest of their life, like, and it's a, it's not any other loan is eventually like wiped away. Like there's negative impacts on your credit, but this is a loan that never goes away. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's this very unique situation that really is a dumpster fire yeah. in our culture. And so anything which like, we're basically throwing band-aids on bullet holes, yeah. as Taylor Swift says, until <laughs> uh, we figure out, yeah, until we figure out what we want to um, do about it. So I would say that, you know, this is just a way of dealing with it. And it's just probably not the best way of dealing with it. Like mm-hmm. there should be more like, right. here's how you qualify for this. Here's mm-hmm. how, what makes you eligible uh, for it. Like we have, you know, public service, those kind of things. Those are, so again, you know, I, I just think it's very easy to jump on whoever, if you're a Republican, it's easy to jump on Democrats. If you're a Democrat, it's easy to jump on Republicans because it just fuels your fire. Yeah. So, so again, I wouldn't do it the way Biden is doing it or his administration is doing it, but Again, there's got to be something figured out here. You can't. Right. I think that's what everybody has to acknowledge. There's something's got to give in this system, whether or not this is the right way. That's what people, I I agree with you. And so people are saying like, well, we're taking on that. Well, some of these people took out $50,000 in loans, which are supposed to be paid back in, I think, 10 years and have paid like $50,000 in interest and still owe $30,000 because they've not been able to pay it off. So Mm -hmm. it's not just as simple as like, oh, the government is making you pay 10,000 bucks. So it's more complicated and it's more nuanced. And if you don't, this is what I've, if you don't allow room for the nuance in your conversation, it reveals your your heart, your dogmatic in your heart. Yeah. Also, every, I I think my friend Dean and Sarah said this the other day on Twitter or somebody else, maybe he retweeted it, said, Anybody you disagree with is made in the image of God. Remember that. Yeah. So, so how like, you disagree is important. I know. I yeah. know like, goodness. <laughs> Absolutely what you said. Like, you cannot say the other side, well, Jesus forgave a debt. So, how can we? That is not. Right. Because there is, there is like, we are also accountable for yeah. that debt. So, yeah. like, exactly. And, and this isn't a personal debt, right? Like, we give yes. not expecting to get back, right? Right. That's a, yeah. that's a personal law. That's mm-hmm. not a, you know. Yeah, exactly. And the whole, you know, we're transferring to, you know, yeah, getting the economics of it all. And that's, I'll just be honest. I'm like, that's over my head. I just know like, hey, it's complicated and we got to sort it out. And this is maybe not the best way, but you know, what did, what do we got to do? I don't know. I yeah. Don't know. And, and a great point is a lot of these people were conservatives who took out PPP loans yeah. and let the government. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are churches and businesses in our community right. who receive millions of dollars from our federal government. And yeah, exactly. And it was forgiven. And it was forgiven. Yeah. So I think this is a great point. Way more than the total of all these student loans. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. And I think that's important. So a, a principle about debt, you know, like we, you know, Bible says, you know, borrow, slave, lender. As Christians, we should strive to not go into debt. I mean, there are times when it may be necessary. And so there's no judgment in that. We should strive not to. But I would say that if you're in a position where you don't need if you don't need something, even if it's free, maybe as a Christian, the principle should be, I don't take, you know? And I think, you know, going back to PPP loans, like, so when COVID happened, like our church took a loan because we had no clue how it was going to impact. But yeah. I will tell you, and I think it's okay to share this, like as soon as the church, like leadership realized we don't need this money from the government, we gave it back, yeah. like sent it back. And so could we have held on to it? 
Yeah. Could we have had that debt forgiven? Yeah. But as leadership, it's like, you know what? Like, we don't need this. It's not the principle how we're going to operate. And I think what we want to do, that that is a model for how as individuals, we should try to live our lives with, yeah, when it comes to money right, and debt. Right. That's good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I think I'm done. <laughs> I mean, we could talk more, but all this, it's just going to, people will be like, I think we did, made yeah. everyone happy and offended everyone at hey, the same that's, time. That's our goal. So let's, because it's boggy. That's what boggy things do. Let's just play a game. All right. Hey, game time. It's my turn to be in charge of the game. So it's going to be good. <laughs> all right. Here we go. Oh, thanks a lot. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <laughs> um, even though a lot of people like the two truths and a lie game. And even though yeah. I told you it was lame. Yeah. So, you were like, yeah. that one. And I was like, people are going to appreciate this. Yeah. Yeah. So. They just liked hearing that Michael and Dana were so scandalous uh. and kissed before they got <laughs> married okay so today we're playing a game called what's the word what's the word and okay uh i'm gonna say something give you the blank and you gotta fill it in, fill in a word and then i'll okay. give you a word also and we can kind of give commentary about it too so i'll let you go and then i'll go we'll try to keep each of these to about a minute and okay a minute and two minutes so gotcha yeah one two three four five six seven so let's get going all right the thing i am most looking to uh, forward to about fall is blank. Everyone talking about pumpkin spice lot. No, just one kidding. word. Just one kidding. Word. I was a joke because uh, I can't stand that. Uh, compound word, college football. That's cheating. The that, thing I'm football. most looking to about fall is football. <laughs> okay, football. Because I love watching football You're, with my kids. I think you knew what I was going to say. The thing I'm most looking to about fall is pumpkin <laughs> I am a basic white girl. I love pumpkin spice. I just, you, you know what I'm drinking for lunch today? A pumpkin spice protein shake. Oh, man. So, I mean, I don't hate September's it. September's tomorrow. I don't hate it. I just think it's way overrated. It is way overrated, but it's so delicious. Seasonal. See, I like seasons Seasonal for it. People that seasons. do it year-round. Come season. on, people. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Churches saying that they have an online campus is blank. <laughs> False advertising. No, just kidding. Um, uh, gimmicky. Gimmicky. Ooh, explain. Well, I just think like, so I get it. So I'm not opposed. So we do, we stream services online, but an online campus, what you're saying is this online presence. And I get it like, you know, like digital age and people do find community online. Like I get that. It does reach some people, but nothing. I mean, the scripture is clear that we shouldn't forsake the meeting together. And mm. um, I think a lot of churches, uh, I think even if it's well-intentioned, it becomes a like, hey, look at us. We're so cool and relevant. Yeah, you're right. I mean, so I'm not saying it's all bad. No, not at all. There's right. certainly redeeming things about it. But I think most churches that I see, like who's, who advertise the online campus, not <coughs> not join us online because you can't be here this Sunday. It's a, uh, this is your, mm, I think you're trying to sell too hard. Yeah, I'm going to change what I had written down. Churches saying that they have an online campus is consumeristic. Ooh, good word. Basically, we're given a product that people will buy and they're buying it. So we just keep selling it to yeah. them. Again, not talking about people who can't meet physically, right. yeah. but we've really made it convenient for people. And we're like, oh, we'll just make it, we'll make it feel like you actually have community here, even though you don't. So. Yeah. I mean, there's good in it. Like you said, people who can't, and it, it can be a source of community. However, okay. that's not how churches usually advertise it. I got to give a preface to this for our new uh, Boggy Talk listeners and people who aren't familiar with Christian culture. Mark Driscoll is Ooh. the former pastor of Mars Hill Church in Seattle that basically came crushing down because mm. of prideful leadership and narcissism and all these things. So here it is. Okay. It is blank that Mark Driscoll tweeted, if you want to finally confront the most dangerous and hurtful person in your life, find a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> 
Projecting. Ooh. Projecting. That's he is, a that is psychological. Yeah. I mean, my, fir- uh, my first word is like ironic, but I'm like, eh, that's not weighty enough. Cause I'm like, that's like when you have an issue, but you're going to pretend that it's everybody else's issue that's so that no good. one looks at you. That's, that is that. He is projecting his issue on everybody else. So those, yeah. I said that it is Hoganish. As Hogan. in, a, as in like, Hulk Hogan. I was going to say Hulk Hogan. Yes, who's just so narcissistic. Like, <laughs> narcissism isn't enough. So I had to say Hoganish, you know, probably the real Hogan, but also more so the, the character. The caricature, Hogan. yeah. yeah. The character. Oh, man. Hulk and I Hogan. think that's a great comparison because Hogan started like, I remember his lawsuit and he was saying like they were defaming yeah. the brand and not the person. And that's kind of Driscoll like yeah, too. That is yeah. So, yeah, man, that just reminds me of the WWE. I grew up watching like WrestleMania. <laughs> Yeah, like I, it was good kid. back then. Yeah, though. when it was when it was real. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. When I see a shirt that says "All I need is a little bit of coffee and a whole lot of Jesus" oh. or similar, <laughs> I yeah, want I to blank. Oh, uh, oh, what do I? When I hear when I see that shirt, I want to. I don't know. Uh, I'm just lame. Eye roll. I'm like, oh, come on. Come on. It's two words, but it's, that's okay. You know, you made it's it hyphenated. Yeah, okay. I had, that's right. <laughs> yeah, because? Because I'm like, I mean, so most people who wear that are just think it's funny and that's not necessarily like, uh, I'm trying to make Idolatry a statement. Yeah, it's not, it's yeah. not their heart, but I'm like, oh, come on. Like, there's just think more to it. Think about it, right? It's, think it's, about it. It's like the new version of like the 80s and 90s, you know, like let's take a like a, a candy bar and make it a Christian shirt. Like Reese's becomes the Jesus logo, yeah. and you know I, it's kind of like the 2020 version of that. So I said when I see a shirt that says "All I need is a little bit of coffee and a whole lot of Jesus" or similar, I want to caffeinate. <laughs> Because I like coffee so like much coffee, yeah. that the word coffee reminds it's me just of like, I need the fact some. that I want some yeah, coffee. It's like Pavlov, you hear it and you're like, all right, I'm Pavlov's dog. I heard it. I, I smelled it. I want it. Yeah. I probably also eye roll, but thanks for the <laughs> reminder that I need some coffee. Okay. <laughs> Three more. James throwing out his back the week he turned 40 is blank. That is ironic. <laughs> I'm just going to say that's because, because you've talked about turning 40 for a while and you've given Michael, who turned 40 two days before you such like funny grief not like you know it was yeah it's it is just ironic yeah i said it's humbling. i think alanis morissette should have written that yeah, in her song that's, that's right <laughs> what'd you say humbling yeah it yeah, is humbling. Yeah. humbling um yeah i've hurt my back before and it is miserable second time in my life these chairs are helping with yeah. my back all right having to help six children with homework makes me feel <laughs> Verklempt. I'm the coffee talk. I'm feeling verklempt. Uh, that's wow. SNL. Wow. Full of all kinds of emotions. That's a big word. Because literally last night, like I got home from rehearsal and it was like 7.45, 8 and jumped right into helping home. Like I was yes. starving and yes. I like scarfed down some dinner and then jumped right into helping. Uh, we have three middle schoolers in our house right Lord. now, plus Me a too. high schooler. Me too. And, no high schooler though. And it's, it's three middle. It's and they're wonderful, but homework time is not wonderful, and they <laughs> all have different questions. And it was just late before I could help them, so we're dealing with all the emotions. So it's funny. I texted Eliza after we I finished helping with her because we had some big emotions from other kids. She texted me like, you know, before she went to bed while I was still helping kid. You know, she's like, "Thanks for helping my homework," and I was like, "Thank you, baby, and thank you for not being a jerk about it." Yeah, that's <laughs> she so funny. Laughed because we had some jerkiness going on. Um, it is just because also 
you're helping kids. And then the two are for our house, like the two little ones are running around. And we're like, we got to get them in bed. And then one child's like, Hey, what about this tomorrow? And you're like, now's not the time to ask me. Cause I'm, I'm doing algebra and I got to remember how to do this ex- negative exponents. It's a good so, quote. Yeah. M- makes me feel impatient. <sighs> Mostly the part of show your work. I'm like, I don't need to show my work. <laughs> I did it. In my I head. figured it out. That's right. In my head. And, and of course my kids, especially my boys are like same. You know, yeah. so yeah, and that was pretty much me. And that is too. another, yeah. yeah. One of our kids is like, why do I have to show this? When do I ever need this in life? Like, okay, you just have to do it. I yeah. know. I agree with you. I agree in principle. However, right now you have yeah, to. Yeah, exactly. It, so. It's good. It's good learning lesson. All right, last one. I am blank that we are getting back into the Gospel of Mark. This oh, week. Pumped! I am pumped because man, the end of Mark. It is been the, the new series. Know, it's just like it I is know. the cross, the resurrection. But it's yeah, it is. It's like and it's all the events leading up to the cross. But I am pumped to get back in the book of Mark, uh, because it's just, it's just good. Yeah. I'm ready. ready. I'm ready. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I, I enjoyed the intergen series and I yes. do like that. We occasionally as a church, take a moment to focus on something. The Lord is just, yeah, it's, it's not like some, these are never things where I'm like, I just feel like I need to grind, you know, yeah. really got, got a gear to grind or something. Mm-hmm. It's like something the Lord's doing in our body, like live sent this yes. one. Um, you know, we're going to do a generosity thing next year, but yeah. like, I think that my wheelhouse. I just love plugging through the scriptures mm-hmm. and seeing how real, like how it's so cool, like yeah. how much it speaks to today. Right. And it's just, a, it's like we're together in it, mm-hmm. right? You like know, it's cool a, too. It's like, so at our life groups all did this intergenerational study. So it was obviously aligned to what we're talking about on Sundays, but don't you also love how like we're yeah, going to the books of the Bible good. and, and other good. life groups are doing different studies and they're like, Hey, like, our conversation in life group and the pastors are studying isn't not the, from the book of Mark, but it's lining up perfectly with what we're doing uh, in what you said this Sunday or something we said. And, and so I, I love that. Like the Holy Spirit's yeah, at work. Yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah, that's so, good stuff. Hey, if you've that's got it. questions, send us questions. We would love, love uh, to answer or at least take a stab. Uh, at Or confuse you more. Yeah, yeah. and uh, so yeah, getting in the mud, getting boggy, getting dirt on us. We're going to go uh, clean ourselves off from the mud of this episode. Uh, but yeah, send us questions. Let us know what you're thinking and tune in next time. Thanks for listening to Boggy Talk. We are so glad you joined in the conversation. Go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss a beat.